0: It is Thursday, May 11th. Today, it was a big day for Google, maybe one of its most important. But will yesterday's AI announcements shift the hype tide back in the company's favor? More social media will make it to Google's search engine. Pinterest simplifies its main post type. And the best times to post on social media for 2023, sort of. I'm Todd Maffin. That's ahead today in digital marketing. All right, Google announced a number of new AI updates yesterday at its developers conference, and we have rounded up everything that you need to know. First, the company is adding generative AI to its search engine. It's a test version of this new search engine called Search Generative Experience, which is a title only an engineer, of course, could have come up with. And it includes text generation capabilities, kind of similar to what we've seen in ChatGPT. The updated search engine still requires users to enter a query, It will continue to display links to sites, content snippets, and ads. In some cases, though, the top page will feature AI-generated text gathered from across the web, along with links to those pages. Users will also see suggested next steps when conducting a search, and tapping on these steps will initiate a new conversational mode where they can ask Google more about the topic they're exploring. This is obviously inspired by Bing. Context will carry over from one question to the next. This is integrated with Google Shopping, the platform's shopping graph, which has more than 35 billion product listings, powers the new generative AI shopping experience. Search ads will continue to appear in dedicated ad slots throughout this new experience, and the company says that ads will remain distinguishable from organic search results. The new search experiment is available to a few users in the US through a new feature called Search Labs. That should be opening up in the next week or two. Google is also bringing more tools to its workspace product, including automatic table generation in Sheets and image creation in Slides and Meet. With Google Sheets, users can now generate tables by typing in a prompt of what they want to accomplish, like agenda for a one-day sales kickoff event with session descriptions and status, and it will provide a personalized template with content. This does not, though, include automatic formula generation. As for Slides and Meet, the image generation feature lets users type in what kind of visualization they want, and it will create that image for you. The use case for Google Meet is Custom Backgrounds. Google Docs is also getting an update to its AI assistant, which can now surface smart chips for locations and status. Looking ahead, Google says it plans to add a BARD chat-style interface to Docs. Meanwhile, BARD, that is Google's chat GPT rival, is getting some generative AI upgrades Courtesy of a partnership with Adobe. Firefly, that is Adobe's recently introduced AI model for generating media content, is coming to BARD alongside Adobe Express, its free graphic design tool. This means that users will be able to generate images through Firefly and modify them using Adobe Express. Within BARD, users will be able to select from various templates, fonts, and stock images, as well as other assets from Adobe's library. Those updates will be available soon. Google also introduced a new image editing feature called Magic Editor that uses generative AI to make complex edits to photos without professional tools. You'll be able to remove unwanted elements from a photo, relocate and change the scale of the subject or the product, create new content to fill in the gaps after repositioning that product. You can't play with it yet, though. That tool will not be available until later this year. And with all these tools for AI-generated images, Google has added a new feature to search that can identify whether an image has been created by AI. It's called About This Image. It provides information on when the image was first indexed by Google, where it may have appeared, and if it was featured on news or fact-checking sites. Users can access it by clicking the three dots above an image on search results, including Google Lens, or by swiping up in the Google app. All right, well, besides its push to integrate more AI into search, Google also announced yesterday that a new perspectives feature will be coming to the top of some of its search results. As it looks to reclaim search traffic from some of the newer kids on the block, this new feature will let users access content like TikTok videos and Reddit links directly in search results without having to append the platform name to their query. The filter will also provide users with more information about content creators, including their name, their profile picture, and the popularity of their content. Previously, the company announced perspectives would launch under Top Stories on desktop and mobile. Now it will be available in general search results where relevant. Google added it's developing an enhanced system for understanding and ranking personal content, as well as improving how it ranks review content on search by giving more weight to high-quality sites that include original information. Putting our podcast and newsletter together can get complicated. We add show notes in one place, interview coordination in another, brainstorming somewhere else. It's easy to lose track of the big picture when you have to open a new window for every detail. With Miro, you can bring everything and everyone together in one place. Consolidate different points of view and increase team collaboration all on one centralized board. For instance, we used Miro to figure out the right flow for our newsletter automations. It let us get our team all contributing, including our ad agency people, and saved us a ton of time. And its new AI tool, which summarizes and clusters information automatically, was a game changer. Find simplicity in your most complex projects with Miro. Your first three Miro boards are free when you sign up today at miro.com slash podcast podcast. That's three free boards at MIRO.com slash podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Nerd Wallet's trusted financial journalists use fact based reporting for some much needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. And if you like the format of this podcast, you will love theirs. It's packed with information, but it's brief. Last week, they had a great rundown on car prices, not just the numbers, but why car prices moved, how weather affects that market. It was super interesting. They also cover things like boosting your credit score, putting money away for retirement, saving on travel, and so on. So yeah, listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Some bad news for anyone using an ad blocker, but good news for those of us advertising on YouTube. The company confirmed it has launched a new test that prevents consumers from viewing content while using ad-blocking software on their browser. As a result, some users have reported seeing a new pop-up message while trying to watch videos, which notifies them that ad-blockers are not permitted on the platform. According to the pop-up, users must either disable their ad-blocker or sign up for a YouTube Premium Membership where they can go ad-free. Changes coming for brands and social media marketers on Pinterest. The platform is streamlining its tools for all pin formats into one creation flow, combining video pins and images, as well as other editing features like stickers and overlay text, all into a single post format. Now, to create video or image content, you just select the Create a Pin option. This update will give all Pinterest users access to features that were previously only available with idea pins or users with a business account, like post-published editing, flexible aspect ratios, and links. All pins will have the option to include external links to direct users to a website. Pinterest has also introduced new performance metrics, including views and watch time across all pins, pin scheduling, as well as pin components like title details and links post-publication. If you are looking to maximize engagement, social media management platform Sprout Social recently published its annual report on the best times to post on all social platforms. According to the report, the best time to post on Facebook is weekday mornings, specifically 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., Monday to Thursday in your local time. No real surprise that weekdays outperform weekends. On Instagram, most engagement occurs during the mornings, with the most effective posting times being Mondays from 10 a.m. to noon Tuesdays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., Wednesday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., and Fridays, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Notably, Sunday is the worst day for engagement on Facebook and Instagram. As for TikTok, engagement is higher during the afternoons, with the optimal times being Tuesday to Thursday after 2 p.m., but before 6 p.m. The data suggests that weekends are not that great for TikTok engagement either. For LinkedIn company pages, tuesdays and wednesdays from 10 a.m to noon are the best times to post again weekends not so good and as far as pinterest goes engagement peaks between 1 p.m and 3 p.m tuesday to thursday full disclosure our agency uses sprout social as one of its engagement tools we do pay for it and several years ago we received a small amount of revenue from the company from referral links we got spring back so i'm going out for a walk thanks for listening I'm Todd Maffin. See you tomorrow.